0: You're listening to Big Girl Money. Bonnie, I'm so excited (laughs) to be here.
1: Because we've had a couple tough weeks. I think we need to be authentic about what's going on right now. We need to have an authenticity moment.
0: Well, it's a lot like our lives have been the last yes. month. We're getting beat up a little bit, but it's okay. By, v- by life. Yes. Right? Um, and we're actually getting beat up a little bit with the this whole recording. <laughs> so this is the third time we have actually recorded this episode and I don't think other podcasters are as authentic to actually admit this to you but I think we're different that way
1: oh yes we are we are authentic women we are so first time my computer which is just an old piece of shit stopped working (laughs) new ones on the way yes and then the second time mine ran out of power so And Wendy didn't notice that it died. No, because so I was like, enjoying our conversation. <laughs> so, so we're thinking, well, maybe it died like part of the way in and we don't have to re-record yeah, the whole totally. thing. We recover the project. How long was did we record?
0: Two seconds. <laughs> we
1: got two seconds, people.
0: So the good thing is um, mm. we're excited about finally getting this right. Yep. Third time is the charm, yep. right?
1: We opened up our Tangerine LaCroix. Yes. Cheers.
0: Yes. And that was, it should have been a beer, but. Ronnie is on a diet. being so nice about not drinking since I'm not drinking. Yes. Um and I'm not, that's
1: I'm not saying that's gonna happen every time.
0: No, I agree. And I wouldn't <laughs> at all tell you to because you are more fun when you've been drinking. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> I'm teasing you're not. You're just as fun. But I do think we should talk about some updates, right? Yes. Let's so.
1: update on our lives. Let's stop bitching about our yes. subpar podcast skills. Yes. Update on our lives.
0: Yes, exactly. So the I think the biggest is, is you, your recent
1: yes employment changes. Wow. That was a nice way to put it. I thought I Thank was trying. You. Right. So over my birthday weekend, I got laid off, which was a bummer and totally unexpected out yes. of the blue. Um, I didn't get any feedback or reasoning and I had to turn in my computer and my phone
0: no two-week notice, no, two no nothing. Week, yes, had nothing. to
1: give up all the projects that I was working on, so. Right. That sucked, and I was really sad and bummed out, but I've had my pity party. Yes,
0: and, and you've really worked through it so quickly. I've been so you. proud of you. Thanks. Well, and so I'm
1: ready. Onward to the
0: next big thing. Right. That just wasn't right for you, and getting out of it, I think, hopefully is going to be a blessing in disguise later. I hope Right?
1: So. I think it will be. Good. It's all Good. going to work out. I'm going to yes. find perfect thing
0: yeah because you are such an asset i mean thanks you have you have so much going for you i mean i saw the card that the guys all the people you're working with took you out right
1: oh yeah on because the friday before this happened was (laughs) the day before my birthday so we went out to breakfast my coworkers took me they got me this nice card yeah it's in our studio it says ladies get stuff done (laughs) right and we do might take us three tries but we get it done (laughs) Good one. <laughs> so that's right there. And, and I did make a lot of good connections there and got to work on some really cool projects. So right. just have to take the pause. And you're out of
0: gonna it. get better at this, right? And the one yes. thing we did learn from it is to network from the very beginning. Yes. Because you never know when these kind of curveballs are gonna hit ya,
1: right. you. Right. You never know when you gotta get a curveball. Yep. So- Wendy says that I'm gifted. <laughs> Because, because I've accomplished so many life experiences in one year <laughs> of a career.
0: And life crises, right? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, this is tough stuff. It yeah. took me 20 years to get to this, yeah. to get fired,
1: right? Yeah.
0: So um, i have just
1: say, though, I think that this is better than like kicking ass there and doing a really good job and getting uh, fired and knowing that it wasn't fair yes. is better than not giving it my all. And then being fired and having regrets and wishing I had worked hard. You know what I yes. mean? Like if I'd been late all the time and wasn't making yes. contributions, wasn't picking up yes. on it, I'd be like mad at myself. Like, yes. Ronnie, why did you yeah. screw that up so bad?
0: You know how wise that sounds? It's amazing. Oh, thank you. I'm really proud of you.
1: Thanks. Yeah, it's easier to get over the frustrations when it's not just because you're being... A exactly. Or something. Exactly. So yeah, if anybody... <laughs> knows of a job our email is (laughs) just kidding that's
0: right we're talking in the areas of financial analyst
1: financial analyst um i really want to be i learned that was the other good thing about this job is i learned that i would really love to be a data scientist one day
0: i love that
1: i need to learn some programs that i don't know yet but i'm hoping to teach myself with my time off
0: so i'd love to be
1: in the data science arena I love it. we'll find something. I'll work out.
0: And look at where you've come from in just a year and a half. Mm -hmm. From coming out of CU with a biochemical engineering degree and now knowing what you want to do next. That's fabulous. So I love it. Thanks. And we have some good news with me. All right. Several things, actually. Um, First is I'm 60 days into the cancer treatment. Okay. And I found out at my one-month appointment because um, they're shrinking the tumor, and it Shrinked actually
1: shrunk. Yes, yes. So Whoop. praise God. Are you um, sure that it was the drug and it wasn't my <laughs> playlist I made you? Songs <laughs> cancer hates. So we because talk- I've heard music can have like a really positive impact.
0: Okay, people, you got to know this because um, I had to cancel a Cancun vacation um, because I was all scheduled for this mastectomy. Right. And I end up getting on this treatment to actually shrink it with the medicine. Right. And so we decide after my 30 day appointment, we were going to celebrate. And so we go and do a road trip in from Chris, Corpus Christi, Texas, up to uh, Fort Worth, Texas. We, we stopped Good at,
1: old Texas road. Trip. It was so
0: much fun. <laughs> it was five different cities. And we just always said Yes. If something looked interesting, we we just stop. Wow. It was so much fun. But the best part was um, Ronnie had sent me a playlist on Spotify called Songs Cancer Hates. And so we played it. <laughs> we had so much fun. So thank Good. you. So we have that great news. And there's been... It's been tough. The journey has been pretty tough. The side effects are really getting to me. Mm. Um, Depression and the hot flashes, they don't let you sleep. So I don't know if it's the tiredness from not sleeping or just from the medicine. That's kind of tough. The bone aches. But in general, I mean, hey, my hair's not falling out. I'm not having to do... The typical type of chemo. This right. is called hormonal chemo, but it has gotten me to really be intentional about not having a lot of negativity in my life. So I don't have any tolerance for that. Negativity and has
1: been canceled.
0: T- totally. And I also am stepping up and just doing things that matter to me. So one of the things was I've been working on this second project, mm-hmm. a book project, and I actually published it last week. Go, Wendy! Called the Book of Badass, and it's a journal notebook that has motivational quotes in it to as you're taking notes or or journaling. Yeah, right. Um, it can be some uplifting kind of how to be the badass kind of quotes. I so. love it. So, <laughs> so it's been a, a tough couple of weeks, but it's been exciting too because Big, yeah. Girl, Big Girl Money is really a really neat next step to. To our oh, journey. Yeah. I'm so right? excited about it. Me too. So Okay. So thanks for being here with us, listeners. Let's, let's jump right in.
1: Okay. So on this episode, we have fun new stuff. Our first big girl news.
0: Yes, because we have some new segments. Yes. That's what you're talking about, right? Yes. That's, yes. What, I'm, that's what I'm trying to talk about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so first segment is going to be big girl news. I'm going to cover our first big girl news story. Perfect. And then we have an amazing interview with Charlotte Sweeney and Jennifer Cardy. Which are awesome Colorado lawyers that are pushing for equal pay legislation,
0: right here in Colorado. Yes, right
1: here in Colorado. Yes. Wait, how do you say Colorado? Colorado. Colorado. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And as always, we're gonna hopefully close every segment with a big girl spotlight, Mm -hmm. which is all about shining the light on women who are making a difference in in changing the atmosphere around gender gender equality or just moving the dial right right okay so big girl news
1: okay welcome to big girl news i'm ronnie bergner <laughs> live, live to you from louisville colorado uh, my big girl news story is about the u.s women's national soccer team on march 8th Uh, which was International Women's Day. Yes. All 28 players on the U.S. women's national soccer team roster sued the U.S. Soccer Federation for institutionalized gender discrimination.
0: Go, girls.
1: Yep. So the lawsuit says, despite the fact that these female and male players are called upon to perform the same job responsibilities on their teams and participate in international competitions for their single common employer, the USSF, united states soccer federation the female players have been consistently paid less money than their male counterparts so this is a so the u.s women's soccer team has filed lawsuits in the past but this is a class action lawsuit yes so they can represent any current or former u.s women's national team player dating back to february 4th 2014 great So, as the lawsuit points out, if the women's national team played 20 friendlies in a year and won all 20 matches, the female women's national team players would earn a maximum of $99,000 or $4,950 per game. If the male players had that same record, 20 friendlies, 120, they would earn an average of $263,320 or $13,166 per game. That's
0: worse than the pay gap Uh at 80 cents to a dollar.
1: Yeah. It's bad. Um, when the U.S. women's national team won the 2015 World Cup, 23 million people in the United States tuned in to watch the match, making it the most watched soccer match in U.S. history, surpassing all men's matches. Well, there you go. So that just goes to show Americans are just as interested in women's soccer as they are in men's soccer.
0: Especially when they're winning, like, like they're doing.
1: Right. And I mean, I don't even need to get into how much better and more competitive, the women's soccer team than the men's soccer team. Like, miles.
0: Yes. You're leaking, though, all over the place with your soccer craziness that
1: you Sorry, love it so suck much. suck it back in. I do. I love it so much. <laughs> Anyways, this is the best part. In honor of Equal Pay Day, Luna Bar announced that it will be paying each of the 23 women on the USA's 2019 Women's World Cup team, The thirty-one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars difference to make their roster bonus equal to that awarded to their male counterparts.
0: Go Luna!
1: I know. So the men are being awarded thirty-one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars more to be on a team, just to be on a team. Less likely to win. Way less likely to win a world championship. Yes,
0: you're right. And this is how the uh, the gap is, right? I mean, this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So we are so excited. That first, Luna puts a spotlight on this, but now what do we want? To watch the World Cup. And for the (laughs) USF to actually
1: fix it. Yes. I thought you meant what do I want personally (laughs) to do right now, which is watch the World Cup. But no, we want the US Soccer Federation to basically get their asses whooped on this lawsuit and fix the problem. Yes. With back pay damages. And equal pay exactly. moving forward.
0: But we're also excited because I'm going to get to see Ronnie watch the
1: <laughs> first U.S. You're, you're not excited game. to watch the World no, Cup. No, I'm excited wa- to watch me you, watch the World Cup. Because
0: you're a nut bar about this. I'm so I can excited. see it.
1: So it starts on Friday, June 7th, and the first U.S. game is June 11th. So we're going to have a watch party. Yes. And you're are here you, locally. You're going to bring – what are you going to bring?
0: We're not bringing anything because we're having it at a location.
1: Well – what are you gonna bring when we watch the second game?
0: <laughs> when it's just us? Yeah, the buffalo chicken dip. Yes, that Ronnie loves oh, so dearly.
1: It's so good.
0: It's almost as good as your chicken thighs
1: that oh, you made us. I think, well, which were fabulous. Thank you.
0: We both I have whip up so a many talents. Pretty mean chicken thighs You sure can. But yeah so,
1: women's World Cup, we're gonna have a watch party. Uh, yes, all the listeners are invited. So stay tuned to, for that.
0: So that's my big girl news. I love it. Reporting Thank you. live. And it's very much relevant to our equal pay issue. I know. Right? So speaking of equal pay, let's get into this interview.
1: All right. Our guests for this interview were Charlotte Sweeney and Jennifer Cardi, and they were just the best.
0: Yes. Authentic as a dick. I know.
1: I felt so <laughs> Authentic as a dick.
0: So let they, me, they sure were. So let me tell you a little bit about Charlotte. Yeah, hit me Charlotte with it. Charlotte Sweeney is a course. Colorado native, and she received her law degree from the University of Denver College of Law. Okay. But she has founded and owned her practice uh, that's devoted fully to employment law with an emphasis on employment discrimination issues. Go, Charlotte. Um, what I love about Charlotte is she's – got just awards out of the awards right. She's been so uh, recognized as making such a big difference in employment in the, the Colorado area, right? Mm-hmm. In fact, she was named one of the best lawyers in America in the practice areas of employment law, individuals, and litigation. She's also been recognized as a Colorado super lawyer in the area of employment law, which is limited to 5% of lawyers actually see that There award. we go.
1: She is a super lawyer. She's a superstar. If she was a superhero, she'd be a super lawyer. She would. And her power would be to, right to the wrongs. shoot beams of money at all <laughs> the women that are I love that. Pay. She's like, shoo, <laughs> shoo. I love it. She's going to love that. Okay. And our other guest was Jennifer Cardy, who is an assistant attorney general for the criminal appeals section of the Colorado Department of Law. What's really interesting about Jennifer, well, everything's interesting yes. about her, but what I thought was super interesting is she spent five years as a maritime inspections officer for the United States Coast Guard. Yeah, she's badass in so she's many ways. so badass. Um, she has her JD from the University of Denver, and she is the co-chair of the Colorado Women's Bar Association Public Policy Committee and an active member of the LGBT Bar Association.
0: Way to go, Jennifer. I know. Love them. Yes. We right, love them.
1: Should we roll the interview? Roll it. Now we're good. That really looks good. That does look good. That could be a LaCroix ad. (laughs) Oh, good. Wendy, wait. Oh, Portrait mode. I get it. Portrait mode, portrait mode, portrait mode. I know. I hate when you're right. Okay. And then there we go. We'll apply that. Okay. Perfect. Okay. We're so lucky to have Jen and Charlotte here today. Right, Wendy? Yes. So Jen
0: Carter. Carty. Carty. Jen Carty. You should know that how to say the names of the guests
2: you should
1: um Charlotte <laughs> don't, don't thing over. <laughs> <laughs> I know the next one and Charlotte Sweeney
0: we are so lucky and we actually met at a bar
2: we did
3: what
0: yeah our helix we're yes. all
2: good relationships start yeah. yeah we're all good relationships start you're exactly right that's awesome yes I mean
1: I, th- I gotta open my LaCroix I'm sorry oh my gosh Okay, now Nice. You know
0: it's a beer. It's not anything. <laughs> no, a it's LaCroix. a La Croix. No. La Croix. <laughs> Like Target. We get it at Target. <laughs> we got
1: a La Croix at Target. Um, we,
0: we were at International Women's Day, and y'all did the coolest kind of a, a publicity for the equal pay bill that's coming out
2: that yeah. you're you're helping to support, right? Mm-hmm. So...
1: So what is your involvement with the equal pay bill exactly?
2: So we both are private att- attorneys. I'm a private attorney, works for the government. We're also part of the Colorado Women's Bar Association mm-hmm. and part of the Public Policy Committee, who has been working on the issue of equal pay for years now. So in the last couple of years, we've been more uh, involved in drafting legislation and helping the sponsors work out amendments and that sort of thing. So it's really been an active couple of years for us on this specific issue.
0: Oh, that's great! Because when was the
2: last equal pay bill in Colorado? Um, well, that's an interesting question. Colorado has a has about a one sentence equal pay. I call it an equal pay sentence that is not used <laughs> because it doesn't have any remedies or rights to
0: it. What is the sentence, if you don't mind?
2: Uh, that you can't discriminate against women or on I mean, the basis of sex in pay. It's in there, but there's just no remedy or no avenue to do anything. So nobody has used it. Wow. So there's a federal Equal Pay Act that has problems, which is why we've decided to go all in here and just redraft a new one at the state level. At the state
0: level, which a lot of states are doing. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, I want to know how y'all met each other, though.
3: So, well, so I'm the co-chair of the Public Policy Committee, and... Charlotte is one of the experts on our subcommittee that helped actually draft the legislation and I just make Charlotte meet all her deadlines. (laughs) And that's because you do
0: act a little like a work husband wife team, partner team. Yeah, oh, thank you. <laughs> we are kind of work spouses. Right? Yeah. Could so you do of so so Wendy? Yeah, well, exactly. We have the like same. Yin-yang.
3: We have the same type of humor, which helps, and we just give each other shit all the time. And so. that's
0: what I noticed, and yeah. that's why I wanted both of you. Because to be honest, I thought Charlotte might be a little dry without you. I mean, oh, that's that <laughs> Every
3: celebrity needs a sidekick, right? <laughs> And I am it. So is it there Batman and Robin? Is yeah. That... Well, Robin was totally cuter, so I'm fine with it. There you go. He had the flashy outfit. He didn't have the weird voice. It was fine.
0: And I'm totally kidding. No, you I... held your own. <laughs> Let's be honest. At the at the event, it was fabulous. I mean, you really, both of you showed up in such a powerful way. And you, you got the whole place involved. Because what they had done was actually have you text in, a number that would automatically give feedback to your
3: senator or, or your oh, representative. Do That's you want awesome. us to tell your listeners how to do it? Oh, yes. yes. Okay, so it's really Does easy. Does everybody have a pen? Get your pens. Okay. Um, so I just want to give out a shout out to Same Side, which is a nonprofit here in Denver who helps set up this type of text advocacy. And okay. so they are really the ones that kind of set this all up for us. And they're amazing and wonderful, and they do great work. Okay. Um, that being said, what you do is you bring up a text message, and you send a text to the phone number 52886. And you type the words "money honey" all one word, m-o-n-e-y, h-o-n-e-y, space, C-O, like Colorado, Uh and you hit send. So money, honey, space, Colorado, C-O. You hit send. It sends you back a link. You click on the link, and it takes you to a pre-drafted letter to your senator and representatives. And you just put in your title, your name, your address, and your email. Mm -hmm. And based on that information, it can automatically figure out who your senator and representative in the state legislature is. So you don't even have to know, because a lot of people don't know who their state senators are. Mm But um, and boom, you're ready to go. You hit send email, and you're done. And you get a high five emoji, which makes it awesome
2: wow man that yeah. and that great. sends ones to governor uh, uh email to governor polis too yeah, that's so true. your representative your senator and governor polis telling them to support senate bill 85 and awesome. you can do it as
3: many times as you want you can make it part of your morning routine if you want yeah.
2: brush
1: your teeth send that text mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> that's right boom boom <laughs> love it so the national law review called this bill among the most aggressive equal pay laws in the nation so why is that do you think
2: because they're liars. No, no. it's really. Well, maybe it's aggressive, <laughs> in, a yeah, maybe it's aggressive a, in a good way. i meant to it. It's actually it not. Um, it wasn't meant in a good way. Uh, it, it, that doesn't necessarily sound like a terribly good spin, um, okay. but there's far more aggressive bills to the business community that's a bad thing. Oh. We like to think it's a common sense measure. There's far more aggressive bills out there like Oregon and California where you can get higher damages, higher amounts of money. Ours is not focused on kind of punishing employers, it's focused on relieving the problem. So it's aggressive in the sense that it offers some solutions that I think other states haven't offered yet, such as requiring employers to post positions for promotion so everybody knows about them. And and, and post by post, I mean, you could verbally announce it, you could shout it down the hallway, just say, we have an opening for manager, as opposed
0: to what happens today is it's all done behind clones' doors. Um, you find your candidate before you even post the position. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then a woman goes to apply. It's like, I would have
2: applied for that. Yeah. Oh, Jane, we didn't know. Yeah, I'm yeah. so sorry. Next yeah, time. We've already yeah. gotten
0: all three candidates and we've already yeah. gotten
2: down to one. So alum- it votes. eliminates that problem. And it also requires them to put the range of salary in there. So it allows women to know what field they're playing on. So they're not guessing that what's the value of this job. Right. And in conjunction with that, it precludes employers from asking their pay history. Exactly. If you're in the workplace, obviously your employer knows. But if you're coming in new, it prevents an employer from asking. You can volunteer it if you want, but the employer can't ask you because what happens is then the employer just offers a smidge more to get you to come over And with women being paid lower, you're just perpetuating what's gone on. Right. So those are probably the measures that are seen as aggressive because there's something different. There's something new because we're really trying to ferret out what's causing this, this pay gap to persist after 55 years after the Equal Pay Act was passed. So in that sense, it is aggressive. But again, the penalties are very moderate, very mild in comparison to some other states. Right. And on uh, Equal Pay Day is April 2nd, and it's called Equal Pay Day because that's the day women as a whole make as much as men made in 2018. Right. So for women of color, however, that date comes in September and November. For right. Hispanic women, so this is a, a year v- later, all a, women, a
3: Latino or Hispanic woman will finally catch up to the white male counterpart in wow. pay. That's yeah. how many more months she has to work to get there. Yeah, wow. That was
1: actually a question I was going to ask. I was wondering if you think that the bill does enough to protect all women, and especially women of color and other minorities.
2: It does. We've had a lot of discussions about that, and the bill builds in what's called sex plus. So okay. it adds in if you're relying on sex plus race or national origin Mm -hmm. you you fit within the coverage you know frankly some states include separate categories for all other protected categories we felt along, I think, California, New Jersey do the same thing, that gender needs to be focused on because this bill really gets at systemic discrimination mm-hmm. that's kind of built into the system that may not be intentional. An employer may rely on past job history without really thinking about, oh, I'm punishing her for her for low-paying job exactly. that I had nothing to do with. Exactly. So we kind of, this bill is targeting a different type of discrimination, frankly. And so where there is intentional discrimination... Women of color have several different avenues already in place to target that. Mm-hmm. So those claims might be brought under those statutes. Okay. And this this bill is really designed to target the systemic kind of devaluation of women that's gone out since they entered the workforce.
3: Wow. The, the way it's drafted will prevent, if you have a woman of color who wants to bring a claim, um, they the employer can't turn around and say, well, there's, there's see, I have this other woman right here who's... who's uh, you know, making as much as this male counterpart. Well, if that's a white woman, it doesn't necessarily defeat Uh the minority woman's claim.
1: Okay. Yeah. So
3: that's how the sex plus category functions. That's very good. Got it.
0: And it also prohibits employers from requiring employees to waive the right to discuss their salary with others. Um, We had talked on an earlier uh, episode about how important it was to be transparent with each other about our pay. Is that
2: kind of where that's going? Uh, Can you say a little bit more about that? Sure. uh, Pay transparency has been found through many studies to do a number of productive things for both employees and employers. From the employer side, what it does, by being more transparent, it lets your employees know that you care about them, you're loyal to them, and in turn, what we find is that employees stay longer, they're more productive, they work harder, um, they're, they definitely stay at that employer longer. Sure. And then from the employee side, getting some sense, this bill doesn't require employers to disclose wages, except in a new position, the range. But what it does is say, your employees are allowed to talk about this. This is how people find out what, what their market value is. Mm -hmm. And you need to not penalize them for doing that. And, and that really gives employees tools they didn't have necessarily before to ask, their counterparts or their colleagues, hey, what are you making? Seems a little weird to me that I'm at X, do you mind telling me, without fear of getting terminated or punished or somehow um, penalized for doing that. And, And because what happens in equal pay cases is women work for low wages, for years without knowing it. Totally. Uh, for years. Oh. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous how long this can go on before anybody discovers it. And yeah. employers keep these in a little black box and they don't want anybody talking about it. And Oh, and I learned it at
0: you know, early in my career in telephony at AT&T and Lucent. I mean, people would find out about these things because an admin or someone printed it out at the printer and somebody found it. Yeah. yeah. And that was the only way to find out about it. Right? Because nobody would talk about it. It was taboo. Yeah.
1: Well, I found out at my first job because I saw the intern's offer letter over their shoulder. And that's the kind of thing that has (laughs) to happen,
0: right? I mean, we talked about that earlier,
1: too. Yeah.
2: It does. And I think what employers don't realize is employees are are going to eventually talk and find out. And it's so much worse when they find out that way than if you just had told them Yeah. Right. and said, let's look at our, you know, our categories. Here's kind of our pool of money, and here's who's been here this long, and here's the factors we're right. using. And once employees know why they get the money they're, they're getting, they're far more productive and, again, willing to stay. I saw uh, this great article maybe three years ago where a company actually
0: posted all the salaries mm-hmm. up on a wall, and it was so liberating for that culture. Um, but it was pretty
2: edgy, too. A lot of people were p- upset about it. Well, the example I give in Norway, I went to visit there last year and I was talking to some people about it and they're like, well here every year, it's just online. They post everybody's salary in the entire country on a government um, website and everybody knows what everybody makes and nobody cares. Um, And they're very happy with it. Nobody, you know, it doesn't seem like it's hurting anybody. And it does let everybody every year assess, hey. Am I where I should be? Should I be making more? Should I go negotiate for more? Yeah. Um, so, But it upsets me
0: so much that the U.S. is so different than that. Rarely do companies
2: even talk about their pay gap, are open about it from a corporate level, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I think it's gradually changing. I mean, there's been so much publicity lately on it. I mean, the United Kingdom has gone to a mandatory reporting of equal pay, Um, issues in terms of categories of jobs and pay. Right. So if you're an international company, you need to be aware that Iceland, the UK, um, other countries are far more progressive on this issue, and you're going to have to comply. And then it's weird if you're complying there, but not for your US subsidiaries. I think it'll change. And, you know, Salesforce has done it. Google keeps trying to do it. Not quite got there yet. Um, Facebook has arguably tried to do it. So people are spending more time investing mm-hmm. in it. But it is a, it's a commitment, and I think it's something that the employer really needs to take seriously and and understand the benefit it's bringing by mm-hmm. doing it. Um, what advice would you give a woman who's
1: worried that she's being underpaid at work?
2: So, uh, because she this, this on a daily, well, so yeah, I'm going to let her <laughs> know <this laughs> I do. She's like, oh, my job. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I actually – try to I do that's where my job turns into coaching I become a kind of a career coach Mm -hmm. and we talk about how to approach the employer because I think the best bet is dealing with it head-on and knowing what your rights are and and going in and asking because maybe you know there are cases where the employer hasn't really looked at the right information yeah and and I've had some women successful and they call me back and they're like they're fixing it you're giving me a $7,000 raise. It's like, (laughs) that's the best call I've gotten this week. Yeah. You know, other times the employer comes up with all sorts of reasons and we have to look at what those are, but there's, uh, the first step is addressing it head on. You can ask the employer. You can also, if you're not sure, sometimes it's safer to ask some colleagues kind of what they're making. And then you might find out, Hey, we're all underpaid. I thought it was just me, but we're all making crap. So I'm (laughs) not going to do anything. So yeah, it is it's is learning to talk about it, and for women that's been traditionally harder, that's changing. But, you know, women were kind of, in our generation, taught, you don't talk about money. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're making. Yeah. Um, and now women are finding, oh, it matters a whole lot, and we need to start learning how to talk about it Oh, more. especially when
0: we get to the point where we're retiring and we're finding this huge retirement gap between women and men. Well,
3: that's what makes it a family issue, too. It's not just a, a yeah. you know, a men-women issue. It's a family issue because what spouse wouldn't want their significant other to be making more retirement or to have more money for the family as a whole to spend or invest in your state economy or so there's all these added benefits in addition to it just being the right thing to do and that women should be paid what they their value in the workplace mm-hmm. but it's also a benefit to your entire community if women are paid equally
0: right totally so, what's been the craziest thing y'all have seen with people coming to, to you and being an advocate, advocate to them? It's kind of like asking the doctor what's the craziest. You mean thing. like saw I do criminal law, ER. so you don't
3: want to do hear that? my crazy stories. I'll leave it to you, Charlotte. <laughs> a round pay. So. <laughs> well,
2: Sorry. I, I mean, it's it it was got a lot of publicity, but I represented six of the seven female law professors who brought a claim against the University of Denver Law School last mm-hmm. a couple years ago, and it resolved last year. The The craziest part of that claim is that they were women law professors with legal degrees and several of them had been underpaid for 35 years and didn't know it <sighs> until we got the information kind of in discovery. And then they were flabbergasted. So watching that unfold was really one of the oddest moments of my career where they yeah. sit there and look at what their counterparts were earning yeah. and what they've been earning and how long it's been going on. Yeah, it was not a fun moment. And what oh.
0: do they say? I've talked to women like this. What do they say to you um, about why they they didn't
2: ask? Why they didn't do anything? A couple of them asked and were at flat out lied to. So that was a problem. You are paid equitably. Yeah, said you're lied lied to what your what their, oh, making what your colleague are making. You're colleagues. what your male colleagues. You're equal to them. Okay, Completely. they said you Uh-oh. are getting
0: paid equally. Completely. That's, That's just blatantly. But up. for
2: many years, they just, I think you know some sometimes employees assume the employers doing the right thing and you give yes. the employer the benefit of the doubt when they haven't really earned it yes. and that becomes a problem because i think for probably two decades they just assumed the right things were happening and mm-hmm. then some some new deans came in and they'd get a little kind of tidbit and be like oh that's nice i wonder why that's happening and some deans were trying to fix it a little bit on the way not fully but like oh this is weird i better give a little bonus over here and again no disclosure about why that was happening just like a cover their ass thing well i think some some of them really did feel bad about the fact that they were being paid less yeah yeah. but weren't going to take the battle to the administration Okay. So it's like, what can I get away with without creating waves and yeah. really addressing yeah. the issue? Yeah. So, I mean, partly kudos to them, but partly, you know, get a pair and do something about it. Exactly. Yeah. How much of the pay gap do you think
1: results from people who are intentionally paying women less and then sort of the unconscious, unconscious. bias that exists? Like, the, I know you probably can't
2: assign it a percentage, but if you could, if you had to, your gut, what would you say? Right? Seeing what you've seen over the years. Uh, This is a total random number. It's based on nothing um, except (laughs) my experience. I'm making it up. (laughs) I mean, I would have to say I think a lot of it starts unintentionally with a reliance on salary history, prior history to set a wage. Mm -hmm. And then it's compounded by when employers, they want to go recruit somebody. And oftentimes that's a male and they end up paying even way more to get that one person and don't do an adjustment to the women who are already there. Yeah. So it keeps growing and growing. And then if then even if you try to treat everybody equal, oh, I'll give everybody a 5% raise. Well, nifty, this dude's but already making 30 grand more. It's the same nifty. So he's getting more each yeah. and every time because 5% of 30,000 more is more. So it just keeps going and going. So I don't know. I think some of it is unintentional or subconscious, but at some point the neglect of looking at the information to me turns intentional, right. like not bothering to check right? Yes. and really do an assessment. So, yeah. Sort of you... knowing
3: and not doing anything to correct
2: it. Right. Yet, because it's
3: you've already been bad. doing it so long unintentionally that you're like, eh, I don't actually want to pay to fix this.
1: Yeah. Well, or what... kind of like maybe she'll just never know and I don't have to deal yeah. with yeah. how bad this is. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of keep it. I hope they never problem. find out.
0: That's the thing. Yep. Yep. That's what I think felt like a lot of people were thinking.
1: But obviously that'll bite you in the ass. Now, what
0: um, would you tell a business owner or CEO or someone in that kind of title who could make a difference across
2: a whole culture around this issue? I would tell them there's, there's several immediate benefits to correcting this, taking a look at it. One is, there's been studies that show for every 7% increase in gender equity as a whole within a workplace, there's a 3% increase in revenue. Oh, so wow. many times fixing these problems pay for themselves and more. So that's the first stat I'd throw out there mm-hmm. in Colorado, are we kind of have some economists on board with us. They estimate, and this was a several years ago, so now it's more, but eliminating the pay gap would, kind of pump an extra 9 billion dollars into the Colorado economy wow. every year. Women spend 85% of the household budget because they're basically in charge of the household of the budget decisions, which, oh, which of the em- employers, portion, yeah. Yeah, which employers don't realize. It's like when there's money to spend, the women are deciding where it goes, and if they're making more, maybe there's more money to pump back into the economy. So, I think it's those are the key kind of economic things I'd say. And then the last one is back to product productivity and loyalty. You're gaining so much more than you're losing mm-hmm. by doing this. Yeah,
3: I would also like to just advocate for um integrity and doing the right thing. Yes. I think uh, that's something you can be proud of, and I think it's something that we really need to bring back to the forefront in business because, Um, I think responsible business is the best type of business for our entire community. So I would just advocate, like, do the right thing because people will respect you and that's meaningful and that's valuable.
0: Well, and how are you living with yourself, right? If you aren't... (laughs) Well, i can tell it. you how well, they're living it, yeah. well, the you very large be houses treated. and many cars <laughs> yes. well, yeah. see this is where
2: well, i'm I've just heard... more of a skeptic so it's like they don't care but what no. they do care yeah. about is making more money yes. yeah and publicity from this is awesome the sales yes. force who did an audit and yes. you know increased mm-hmm. pay of women at, to the yeah. tune of three million a year think of all the publicity oh, that company totally. got by doing that's the right a good thing. point totally. and so yeah. you know we need a colorado company to come forward and be that sales force to say yeah. look here's how you do it we're going to do it we're going to commit to it we're going to publish our numbers and you hold us to it and then
3: people want to work for you yeah like, that's so good for business to be a business that people want to work for totally right it's um, that high loyalty makes thing. you money right so, yeah,
2: yeah i agree do you think this, that legislation alone will close the pay gap? Well, the, this is, so because I'm an employment discrimination lawyer, I, I see it as a fundamental problem with how women in this country are valued. Mm. So the Mean Too movement, the equal pay issue, you know, obviously within the Me Too the sexual harassment, just how women are treated, there's a problem. So part of this is, is I think, a change in how we view women and their place in the workplace and what how we're going to view them and how we're going to treat them so no this legislation isn't going to fix that it kind of needs to come from the top and we don't have the right top right now obviously so it's you know states now why you're seeing more states take action is the states have realized okay the federal folks aren't going to help us currently So we've got to do this on our own because it's going to take more local efforts to really change how women are perceived in the workplace. Totally. I get it.
3: It's a systemic problem, right? And like every systemic problem, there's not just one solution Mm -hmm. and it's going to take a lot of efforts in a lot of different areas. Um, But this is a great start. At least this gives standardization and something people can point to to say, this is wrong and this is what's happening to me and you need to fix it.
1: Right. And if it has positive results, then for people who aren't convinced just by – the it's the right thing to do argument, you can say, Look at this amazing example Colorado's been. You mean that's, that's not the official. most persuasive argument? <laughs> <laughs> to
2: yes. me, it is. I know, me too. Well, and you know, <laughs> honestly, part of the problem is women aren't willing, haven't been willing yet to make enough noise about this issue. I agree. So it's time. This is, it's yeah. now or never for Colorado. I mean, this is our best chance in years. And women have to make noise about this. I mean, it kind of g- comes and goes out of consciousness, but you're being ripped off a lot. Um, you know, the l- latest figure is for millennials. By the time you retire, you've lost a million to a million and a half dollars compared to a white male. So this oh. isn't chump change we're talking oh my about. God. This is serious dollars. Oh so for people who are just like, well, somebody will pass something. No. Um, and you can talk to your own senators and representatives, but it's time to like make your voice heard. We need voices. We need these people to see that women are done being, being, Pay poorly. And, and, and
0: undervalued.
2: And undervalued. Right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Exactly. So the new name of the podcast is
0: uh, Big Girl Money. Nice. And, Perfect. And it's all about we're making our own money now, right? Mm-hmm. And this isn't play money. This isn't side vacation money. Mm-hmm. This is real money.
3: This to is not a kept of, lady money. It,
1: yeah. No, and this it's not. This is I'm um, doing my yeah. own thing. Money. And it's not <laughs> exactly. thankful just to get your foot in the, jo- in the door. It's not just being thankful to land the job. Mm-hmm. Right. It's owning the job, kicking ass at the job, and... Making and being paid, what you should for the to job. do it.
0: Right, yeah. fairly. And also, if I'm kicking ass performance wise, I want to
1: be paid. Get your foot in the door, then get your foot in the bank. <laughs> That's our new slogan. I like it I like it. it might be uh, yeah, it might
0: be what the name of the podcast is. <laughs> so, um so what do you say to a woman
2: who's just starting out so she starts out on the right foot? I would say if you Aren't comfortable with your negotiating skills? Take some classes. Get comfortable because you're going to be negotiating the rest of your life in the workplace. Whether it's how people treat you, how much you're being paid, what job assignments you're going to get, what promotions you get, um, learn that skill because you've got to come to the table and demand a place. Well, Where can you find classes like that? Well, several, you know, several bar associations offer them. Several business groups offer yeah. them um, because it's kind of an up and coming thing, frankly. Totally, is, is yeah. to train women how to have these conversations. You could, job coaches kind Mm, of have a specialty in that area, how to have those difficult conversations. Well, and we
0: have an episode on negotiating your assets off. So, um, which is suggestions, (laughs) right? Right.
1: Why does everybody giggle when we say that? (laughs) I don't understand.
3: I think what I I mean, also like women just stop apologizing for yourself. And that's a really hard lesson to learn because the second I think we come into conflict, because even when we dare to kind of push the envelope across the table and say no and demand what we're worth, if there's any sort of conflict received in response, I think we tend to regret, we immediately regret that we just did that. And we feel bad for it and we apologize for it. or are racking our brains all night, not sleeping and laying awake and worrying about, oh God, why did I do that? Why did I say that? Why did I act that way? Um, and just... Learning to feel confident in yourself and your ability, and knowing that you're worth it, and that you can demand what you're worth, and be professional. And if that person across the table wants to act like a crazy person, that's, that's not their your problem. circus. Yeah, right. Um, and and hold out for what you're worth.
2: Right. Uh, if you're working hard, then you deserve it. Right. And it is scary. I mean, these aren't character flaws; these are learned behaviors. So totally. Right. I mean, women... I still have the problem where
3: I'll I'll stand up for something, and then I immediately. Want to assuage the conflict. Yeah. Yes. Like, instinctually. I want yes. the conflict to stop. And I have to like have talks with myself internally. Oh, yeah. To not back down when I know I'm right. Yep. Exactly.
1: Part yeah. of me is going, Ronnie, you overreacted. No, you didn't, Ronnie. <laughs> you overreacted. Yep. No, you didn't, Ronnie. <laughs> yes. Back and forth. Back and forth. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. It's stand up for yourself right and, and you is...
2: may it may come back to haunt you i mean the the stats are women are penalized for asking for a raise 6 that's... times more than men are penalized for it so that's it there's there is a consequence but exactly it's going to be there regardless so you can stay in silent and be underpaid or push it and yeah. know that you are the woman who's not going to get run over at the workplace and eventually you'll find the right place where you're not having to do that mm-hmm. but until you find that place there's no point in not
3: advocating for yourself and just being educated you can make decisions for yourself and set yourself up like if you know going in okay there's a chance i'm going to be retaliated against here but i have my backup plan in place and so i'm ready to do this like just getting your tools together and being ready
1: right right
0: right. and i just Mm -hmm. saw ronnie grow over the last year since she got her first job And how confident she got. (laughs) And I'm so proud, right? Because (laughs) she is really stepping in. But it took us a lot of conversations of no, you deserve this. Or no, you can you can speak up about this. Mm -hmm. Or this is not you. This is them or him or her. Right. That's Mm -hmm. doing this. Right? What's next for you guys? After you get this passed. The end of a vacation, April. a big party. <laughs> uh, there
2: will be a large party, karaoke yeah. preferably.
0: We okay. want to. We want to come.
2: And we want to be around you guys. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. We'll give you your permission slips. I I mean, Jen will be on the subcommittee next year. This was, this is my, my hurrah, my, my final issue. So I will leave her until there's another employment issue they want to tackle. (laughs) That's what she thinks. um, You'll go back to your practice. I'll I'll do my job, which will be a novel idea to everybody I work with, (laughs) that I focus on my job versus this bill. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Wow, I bet, I bet it's been tough for you. <laughs> right
0: cuz it probably has sucked a lot of your time it um, is
3: i mean the women in the women's bar who have been working on this they're doing it all for free in wow. their volunteer time as if being a lawyer wasn't demanding enough so these women well, are, are we pretty we are awesome. so lucky to have you oh well thanks we <laughs> wish we could do more unfortunately yeah. we do have primary jobs yes <laughs> but
0: jen we're glad you're going to be holding down the fort next year
3: i'm going to be trying <laughs> I'm going to make her come back and help me with things. She that's thinks right. that she's done. That's, that's right. She can't get away. <laughs> no.
0: She's stuck now. I know mm. how that feels. <laughs> we just gave each other that look. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, we are. Great. Stuck with
1: you. I know we're like, we should, we need to do something fun that's not the podcast. Let's just have right. like dinner. And then yeah. what, exactly. what do we, what do we talk about? The yeah. podcast. Exactly. It is so funny. <laughs> but at least we get to eat. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but we did do the funnest thing a couple weekends ago. We, um, you know, I've been eating so different because of the cancer, and
2: yeah.
0: and we each brought food in, and and Parker came with Ronnie, and then Chris was with me, and we had the. Are those are your boyfriends? Those are our boyfriends, fiance. Oh, yeah. fancy.
2: Step up. next level. Yeah. <laughs> put, a, put a ring <laughs> Wendy's on it. Gone That's up. what
0: he said. Put a ring on
1: it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and we we had such a great time. Oh yeah, it was I mean, so fun. even though it's such a big age gap it was and i do believe that chris has a little bromance on parker he does keeps him young it's so cute keeps him young yeah it's so cute to watch (laughs) it doesn't really
2: keep him young it makes him think he's staying young that's right (laughs) that's so right chris don't listen to that part
3: (laughs) yeah we love you chris thanks for taking the photos (laughs) you
2: don't look a day over 30 chris
1: Oh, he'll love that. <laughs> he would love that. Wendy <laughs> did kind of rob the cradle
0: with crazy. I All right, Mrs. Robinson. Younger. Well, we feel so lucky um,
3: to have had you with us.
1: Yeah. Do you have um, any last parting yeah. words of advice, or
3: text money, honey? Space C O two five two eight eight six, and then click on the link and support pay equity, Senate Bill eighty five. Yep. Thank you
0: for being <laughs> thank here. Thank you for having us. And yeah, we you. can't, you. can't so wait. Give an update on how this goes and how well it went. And also to say what a rad party you're going to have when this does pass. Exactly, God willing. willing. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) What is it? From my lips to to God's ears. That's it. There we go. Amen, sister.
3: All right. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks.
0: That was fabulous.
1: It was fabulous. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for for actually being open to having them on the show. Oh, duh. Yeah, because I think I brought this one to you, right?
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah. I was like, so excited.
0: Um, And we can't wait to see the other things going they're going to do to make an yes. impact in both Colorado and the U.S.
1: Yep, they are superheroes.
0: All right. So
1: let's end this episode with... with Big girl. I thought we were going to say Big Big girl spotlight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And it is this woman who is so cool. Yes. Um, Martha Burke. But what I like about what she's done is it's about a sport that I like as much as you like soccer. No way. Golf. I love it. I had no idea. Yeah. Golf's a big deal for me. And
1: you're good. You're a good golfer.
0: I'm a pretty decent golfer. That's awesome. Because what I love to do is out hit the men. I'm sorry. It's so much fun. (laughs) I'll be your little uh, caddy. That would be great. I love driving golf carts. Uh, I like it. I like it. That would be even too much fun, right? No such thing. (laughs) So um, why, what's so big about this, um, the woman, Martha Burke?
1: Yeah. Why are Um, you casting your big girl spotlight on her?
0: Because she has helped to break open the barrier at one of the longest standing country clubs or or golf clubs okay in the U.S. okay so Augusta National
1: um that's the club
0: yes and they're having the Augusta National Women's Amateur um they just had that at the beginning of this month okay there um and this the the actual Augusta National was um opened in 1933 Wow! And for eighty full years, they went without allowing women.
1: Sounds and, like a boring club.
0: F- finally, in two thousand twelve, former U.S. Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice and financier Darla Moore became the first women to actually become members and don the green jackets that every member gets, okay. as well as the Masters Champions. So it's a very coveted kind of award. Okay. Right. I don't think they're real cute style-wise, but (laughs) anyway, we could fix that, actually.
1: Well, maybe if they let women in their club, they would be cute.
0: Exactly. (laughs) So how did Martha do this, right? In 2003, she actually held a protest. Okay. Because she was leaked the membership list, the 300-person membership list. Oh, my God. And it was some big heavy hitters so power players. So did it have to be like
1: an insider?
0: It must have been. That leaked it? It must have okay, been. Okay. And she's right? just
1: livid because it's all men.
0: Right. And she wanted to try to break this open, right? And do something about it. But the way she did it is she went to the money to break it open. Okay. Which I loved. Yep. Right? So she went after two of the members who were high-powered CEOs at Smith Barney Division of City Group. Okay. And Morgan Stanley, and there was actually a settlement, a okay. seventy-nine million dollar settlement, but it wow. didn't. They didn't allow women at that point. It took until two thousand twelve mm-hmm. for them to actually allow the women oh to come in. God. She just kept chipping away at it. Nine fact, years. It, and what I loved about it is, um, they said, "Do you feel like you you failed in two thousand three? Oh, okay. not being." Yeah. Able, and she said, I did not feel particularly defeated. <laughs> I know people expected me to go crawl into a hole and never come out because we weren't successful. But we just kept trucking along. I mean, Love she it. is just so badass. She is. So we are so excited about hopefully her doing even more. In fact, wouldn't it be great to sick the U.S. Soccer Federation? her on them
1: oh yeah around
0: around the soccer that um, would be
1: amazing they need her spunk
0: i love it well thanks thanks for that big
1: girl spotlight wendy that was awesome you're welcome well thank you for listening to this episode
0: and remember you're destined for big girl money so don't settle
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Big Girl Money. We appreciate your support. If you want to follow us in other ways, we're on Instagram and Twitter, LinkedIn and Facebook.
0: And remember, we love getting email mm-hmm. about your questions and stories. I mean, it, knowing that we can make an impact mm-hmm. is one of the reasons we love doing this so much. So email us at BigGirlMoneyPodcast at gmail.com.
1: And check out our website, which is BigGirlMoney.com.
0: So if you like us, that makes all the big difference in the world. So what do they do, Ronnie, if they like us?
1: Well, Wendy, let me tell you, if they <laughs> like us, they should leave a review and rating on Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast so that others can find us.
0: Yeah, and please share it so that other people can find us too.
1: Thanks for listening. See you next time.